Fiercely Flipping 50 is a premier podcast for high-achieving midlife women who know a great life doesn't happen by accident. It's something we create. If you've accomplished a lot in your life, but you need a little extra confidence and courage to achieve that next big dream, or maybe you're not sure that's possible for you in midlife and beyond, either way, this podcast is for you. In each episode, Certified Life and Health Coach Janelle J teaches you how to overcome fear, self-doubt, your own self-critical thoughts, and social conditioning so you can let go of anxiety and insecurity and boost your courage and confidence to get what you want in this next and possibly best part of your life. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. Um, It is Saturday when I'm recording this podcast and my partner and I, we have been out yard sailing this morning. I didn't find any great finds, but he found some stuff that he was very happy with. And yeah, it was just a fun little way to start the weekend off. We like to do that sometimes, just hop in the pickup and run around and yard sail a little bit. And yeah, so that's what I've been up to this morning. It's starting to get really hot outside, so I thought this is a great time to come in and get this podcast recorded for you all. So today I want to talk about how to stop quitting on yourself. We all want to quit sometimes when we have big goals and big dreams that we are working towards, whether it's losing weight or building relationships or finding a new relationship or building a business or starting a new career, whatever we're going towards, whatever goal we're wanting to achieve, if we're actively working towards it, there are times that we want to quit. And if you're not actively working towards something, I would just like for you to question why. Okay, but we all want to do this sometimes. We all want to quit. We want to. So the definition of quitting in the dictionary means to stop, to discontinue something, or to cease doing it. Okay, all of these are what I call a big quit. Like this is the definition of a big quit to me. We just decide on purpose, I'm not doing this anymore. Okay. So the other definition of quitting is to stop trying, to accept defeat. Okay, this version of quitting is like external force is on you, right? Something's outside of you is forcing you to quit. But really what's happening is what is just thoughts in your head. So you might think it's an outside force, but it's really just what you're thinking. So one thought that comes up all the time is from clients, and I have said it to myself millions of times probably, is I just need to take a break, or it's hard, or I just can't do it right now. Okay, all of these thoughts are just a version of a little quit. So I want to 
tell you a story about a weight loss client and her name is Angie. And Angie wanted to lose 15 pounds in 10 weeks and keep it off, which if you guys don't know this is totally possible. So when you're in my weight loss program, I teach you how to use the prefrontal part of your brain, which is the planning part, to plan food ahead of time. And I use this tool with clients because it works. And the reason it works is this prefrontal part of your brain is the part of your brain that wants you to be successful. So in case you're not aware, we actually have three parts to our brain. But this part is the one that wants you to succeed. It's the one that says, yeah, you should go for this. It says, you know, it's the one that says, keep going, okay? So I teach you in my program how to coach yourself on thoughts about planning and how to watch your brain so that you can stay on course. And I taught this, of course, to Angie. And I also taught her and teach my clients how to process urges. So then when cravings do come up and urges to eat come up, they know how to stay committed. They can stay in the game. They can become naturally thin versus starting and stopping and starting and stopping. So these are just a few things that I teach. So Angie starts planning her meals ahead of time. And she's doing great. She's eating what's on her plan. She's building trust with herself. She's coaching herself and she's processing the urges. She's on fire. And in less than two weeks, she'd been, you know, building up to this point. You know, we were probably, she was working with me for six months. We were probably in the, I would guess, maybe month and a half, two month stage of this but she's on fire and then she and she's losing weight and then partway through one of her weeks she decides that she's really tired she decides that night that instead of planning for the next day that she'll just do it in the morning well, what happened was the morning came and she's running late for work. She was in a hurry and she goes out the door with no plan. She goes out the door with no food, no idea what she's going to be eating. And she gets to work and there in the break room are donuts. And she thinks, who in the world would think it was a good idea to bring donuts and actually believe it was a gift. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I have had this experience so many times um, when I have gone in the staff room and there's all these yummy looking treats and I'm thinking to myself, who in the heck thinks this is a good idea as I'm eating the food that I'm judging? So this is exactly what she was doing. And I'm sure you've had this experience too. So while she's mentally saying to herself how awful it is that someone did this, that brought these things, she's literally tearing a donut in half and eating it. And before she leaves the room, she grabs the other half that she wasn't going to eat 
And as she said, I shoveled shoveled it into my mouth before anybody else could see me do it. Because somehow it's better in that way, right? If nobody sees us, then we feel a little better about it. Because nobody else knows, right? It's like our little secret. So I know that all of you guys can probably relate to this, if not with food, probably something else. If somebody just doesn't see me do it, then maybe it really didn't happen, right? So then instead of coaching herself, she starts shaming herself. She starts telling herself how she blew it. I should have known. I can never stick to a plan. Why even try? Her mind is a mess, and on top of that, her body feels terrible too. Physically, she isn't feeling great because her blood sugar is out of whack from the concentrated flour and sugar in the donut. And so she's tired, and she's grumpy. And by lunch, she's starving because she really has had nothing nutritional in her body in the morning. And still with no plan and no self-coaching, she decides to go to a burger joint called Giant Burger. Now, because she's already blown it and she's so hungry, she opts opts for the burger and the fries and a large Dr. Pepper. And at that point, She eats it all and she's tired and disappointed and angry and defeated. And when she gets home that evening, she decides she won't even have dinner. She'll just have some wine and console herself. Then instead of jumping back in and planning for the next day and using all the tools that I've given her, or instead of texting me for for some support, She goes to bed feeling horrible. And by the time we talk the next week, she's gained back six pounds. So Angie didn't go to bed that first night deciding on purpose that she was going to quit. It wasn't a big decisive quit. It was a whole bunch of little quits, right? She had lots of little quits that first day, and they just added up to the big quit, right? Now, thankfully, I was able to show this to her the next week, and she, we got her back in the game. But what I want you to see is that big quits don't usually happen with the firm decision, I'm quitting, Big quits are the result of all the little quits along the way. And what happens is little quits slow us down because we're always starting and stopping and starting and stopping, right? Maybe we start with a thought like, I just need a break. This seems so innocent, right? I just need a break tonight. I'll do it in the morning. But what if you turn that into, I just need to quit tonight, That feels totally different, doesn't it? When you say it that way, it really does feel like you're quitting on yourself. And it doesn't feel good. The truth is you don't need a break. You're just avoiding doing the work. 
your lower brain or your critter brain is just showing you what's easy and pleasurable. And that totally feels like the best option, right? I'm tired. This is another way of saying it's, it's hard or I don't want to do the work. Okay. It's another thought we have that causes us to have a little quit. And again, if you just said, I'm quitting instead of I'm tired, you would have a completely different conversation with yourself. I'm too busy. I don't have time. Okay. Doing the work to get to the goal was important and a priority when you started. But now because it feels hard and because you're having all of these thoughts, all of a sudden you've decided you're too busy, right? There's too many other things going on. I don't have time. I have actually been doing this one in my business a lot lately. I'm at a place of growth and so it feels really hard sometimes because I'm telling myself some version of this is hard, right? If I'm saying to myself, this is hard, what I'm creating is it being hard. My brain tells me I need a break. So the break is I just decide I'm too busy with other things. And what I'm really doing is filling my time with things I don't really need to be doing, like perfecting the folding of the fitted sheet. Has anybody ever done that? Or pulling weeds that have not been important all summer long. Those are the things I've decided are priorities because my brain wants me to be busy doing other things. So it doesn't have to do the hard thing of growing. And when it feels hard, no matter if it's day one or day 100, it's because you are growing and growth is uncomfortable. I'm not good at this. I don't know how. It's too overwhelming. Again, all of these thoughts are just versions of it's hard. And the thing to realize is, of course, it's hard. You've never done it. If it were easy, you would have mastered it by now, right? And you probably wouldn't even care about doing it. Because the reason we have goals in the first place is to up-level our lives, right? It's for us to up-level our lives. And it's not easy doing that work, okay? Easy doesn't take us to the next level. Another thought that actually is kind of a funny thought is, I don't feel like it, right? Because this one makes me laugh a little bit because it's, it's so great because we just, we don't even bother to come up with something else. We don't even bother to come up with an excuse like, I don't have time. We just say, no, I don't feel like it. Another thought I tell myself is I'll do it tomorrow. I hear this one for, from clients too. Well, I thought I would just, I just decided I'd do it tomorrow. And this is the exact thought that Angie started with, right? I, we think that somehow it's magically going to be better tomorrow. It's going to feel better to do tomorrow. I can't tell you how many times I've done this or said this about my workout. And rarely do I wake up tomorrow saying, oh yeah, I feel so much better today. I think I'll actually work out. Okay. It always 
it's still the next day, most of the time, I have that same thought, right? Oh, I don't feel like doing this, or I don't really have time, or some version of that. But what I know to be true is that I always feel amazing after a workout, especially when I'm consistent, especially when I follow through with the commitment. And that feeling is why I show up the next time to do my workout, because I know how good I'm going to feel, right? It feels good to keep our commitments. It feels good to get the workout in feels good to follow through with things. So we just get in the habit of quitting on ourselves, of not following through with our commitments to ourselves. And when we do that, it becomes easier and easier and easier, right? And then we're back to the big quit that seems decisive, but it was really all these little quits along the way. We just end up back to the place where it seems justified to have quit. And even when we do quit and we get back on track, we actually file that experience away in our brains and we think, okay, I missed planning that day and nothing happened. So it's probably okay not to plan today either. It won't be that big of a deal. And then it becomes easier and easier to not plan, just like with Angie. Okay, and again, this doesn't matter if you're doing this work with your weight or any other goal that you have in your life. We all have a mind that likes us to have these little quits that add up to the big quit. Okay, we all have these little quits and then decide to quit or just let it happen to us, right? Then we tell ourselves things like, oh, I just couldn't do that, or I, you know, other things were a priority, but it was really all the little quits we just let get by us. So if we can stop the little quits, then the big quits take care of themselves. So here's some steps of how to do that, okay? I'm gonna give you some tools here. You can write these down. The first one is to create a compelling why. Our why that is deeper than just what is on the surface will help motivate us, will keep us committed during the hard times, okay? And I take you through this process in my program. But what you do is you ask yourself why you want to do it. Why do I want to lose weight? Why do I want to grow a business? Whatever it is and you write it down, then you're going to ask yourself why you want to do that. And you're going to do this four or five times until you get a deeper compelling why. So for example, we'll just stick with the weight loss goal example. I want to lose 15 pounds. Why? I want to feel good in my swimsuit when my husband and I go on vacation. Why do you want to feel good in your swimsuit? If I feel good in my swimsuit, I'll feel confident in my body. Why do you want to feel confident in your body? If I'm confident in my body, I'll love my body more. 
Why do you want to love your body more? If I love my body more, then I'll feel better about me and I'll connect with my husband more deeply. Okay, so this is actually a real life example that I've heard more than once, a little variation of it from clients who who want to lose weight. But do you see how we kept asking why and kept going deeper into figuring out why we wanted it? So what this person in this example really wants is to connect more deeply and love her body. Now, of course, she can do that and never lose a single pound. And I would teach her how. But for now, this is what's compelling her. This is her deep why. And when she thinks she doesn't want to plan at night, she can have the thought, I'm tired. Or she can think, this is part of me loving my body. Planning is part of me loving myself and my body more. And that is so true, right? It's like a gift we give ourselves when we love ourselves, love our bodies. So do you see the difference that this big why makes? So go through and ask yourself why four or five times and see what you come up with. I'd love to know too. Number two, expect that you're going to want to quit and prepare for the obstacles, right? We know that sometime on this journey towards our big goal and dream that we are going to want to quit. Then get a piece of paper and fold it in half used to call it hot dog style with my class, my kids in my classroom, but it's the long way. And on one side, I want you to write out all of your obstacles. Okay, all the obstacles you think are going to come up. And I've talked about this, I think, in other podcasts. But just write them all down, leave a little bit of space in between, maybe a line or so. Get them all out on paper. Okay. You know for sure that two of your obstacles, one is going to be your thoughts, right? Because our thoughts always show up and try and tell us, nope, don't do that thing. We want you to stay safe and comfortable. And our feelings, right? Some days we are going to have feelings of tired or defeated or disappointed. So those two things are for sure going to be on that list of obstacles. Then list anything else that you might want to add, okay? Then on the other side of the page, I want you to write out what you're going to do when this obstacle comes up. This is your plan, right? So what are you going to do when you start having thoughts? What are you going to do when you start having these feelings that you don't want to do it anymore, right? What are you going to do for the obstacle of your kids bring junk into the house? Okay, whatever it is, find a solution for the obstacle. Okay, and then when that happens, you can be thinking, oh, I already have a plan for this. Okay, you're using that prefrontal part of your brain to create a plan ahead of time so that you don't have to rely on that critter part of your brain, that lower part of your brain that doesn't want you to do anything, just wants you to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and do what's easiest. 
We're not relying on that part of our brain to succeed because it, it, we won't. We won't succeed with that part of our brain. All right? So number three, watch your mind and notice when your brain is saying these things. Okay, when it's saying things like, what do I don't have time? I don't feel like it. This is hard. Okay, all of those thoughts. And just be curious about your thinking, right? We don't want to be judging things here. We just want to be curious. And ask yourself these questions, these good questions. What do I really want? Why do I want to quit? How will I feel about myself if I quit? How will I feel about myself if I keep going? What are two thoughts I could think right now that will move me forward? What are two thoughts that will create an emotion that feels better in my body that will move me forward? What am I afraid of? What else could be true? How would quitting serve me? Okay, so whenever we're not following through with something, it's because our brain not only wants it to be easy, but you're getting some kind of reward on the other end, right? You don't have to risk showing up, right? You don't have to risk showing up out there, putting yourself out there. You don't have to risk failing, right? You don't have to have any risks at all if you just don't do it. And that question I asked you at the very beginning, ask yourself why you're not doing big things. It's likely exactly this reason. It's because you don't want to risk failure. You don't want to risk disappointment. You don't want to risk putting yourself out into the world, okay? So ask yourself those questions. And number four, when you're aware of your thinking, you can replace the thought with, I quit. And then decide what you want to do next, right? Just like we talked at the very beginning. Instead of saying, I don't know, or it's hard, you're just saying, I quit. And when you say that to yourself, you're like, I don't know if I really want to be quitting. Okay, and then you can decide from there what you really want to do. You can look at your thoughts. You can choose the thoughts and feelings you want to have. All right, so now I want you to go implement this. I want you to create your why and make a plan for the obstacle. I don't want you to just take this information and not do anything with it. That is not going to get you your next level life. You need to be applying these tools. Okay, if you're stuck, if you want help, I'm here for you. Schedule a free mini session with me. I will help you get unstuck and back in the game in this 20 minute session. Okay, and if you want to know more about working with me, we can talk about that too. But don't miss out on the opportunity to get some really good help, some free help. The way to do this is to get on my calendar. 
So you can go to my calendar. It's Calendly, Calendly, sorry, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com slash Janelle dash J-A-I slash D-S. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Calendly.com slash Janelle dash J slash D-S. Okay. And also, I would love for you guys to leave me an iTunes uh, review in iTunes. It's the only way that I know who is listening. So please take a minute to do that and to get your free mini session booked. And we'll talk to you next week.